Welcome back to another edition of the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast. I'm your host, Jeff Gluck, and it is a 12 questions version of the podcast today. The first 12 questions of 2018. Super excited to get going on this. It's the ninth year of doing 12 questions, and each year is a different 12 questions that I ask the drivers. So I'm kind of nervous about how it's all going to go this year because once I start asking the questions, it's like I'm stuck with them for the year, good or bad. Uh, there's been times in the past where I've had a question. I'm like, oh, like midway through the season. Oh, geez, I got to ask this one. I know it's not going to get a good answer. So hopefully these do get good answers. There's two people I want to thank really quick before we get into the 12 questions interview with Kyle Bush, And that is Landon Castle and Bob Pockras. Um, Landon, each year I send him the 12 questions or the the rough draft of them and try to run them by him and say, Hey, would a driver answer this question? Well, do you think this would be a, a question that drivers will respond to in a good way? And, um, he typically, uh, will say, you know, yes or no, or tweak the wording or, or help me out on some of that. So, uh, he did the same this year, eliminated a couple questions that would have been duds. And so, uh, I appreciate that. Um, appreciate Landon's help. And then Bob Pockers as well, as I was agonizing over which questions to include and how to word them, he sat down with me and was throwing out some crazy suggestions that I, I didn't end up using, but he helped me with the wording of one of the questions. So I uh, appreciate that, Bob, and thanks for trying to help. I also want to give a quick thank you to my patrons, who some of whom um, helped uh, give me a bonus uh, gift in the off season, a new recorder that I hadn't been using. I had been using my phone, uh, a microphone that plugged into my phone before to record all the podcasts. Now I have a professional recorder. And um, for those of you who contribute on Amazon, um, where where you go to jeffgluck.com slash Amazon to start your Amazon shopping, that actually gave me enough money to buy really nice microphones for this recorder that I have now. So instead of having me pass the microphone back and forth while I'm doing the interviews, uh, this actually has microphones that I can plug into it so both people could talk at the same time, which I think will hopefully make for a much better uh, recording quality, and hopefully you'll enjoy that on the podcast. Anyway, without further ado, let's see how Kyle Bush answers the 12 questions and see if they're going to be duds or whether they have hope for this upcoming season. Check, check. All right. Yeah, yeah. I think we're I think we're recording. All right, everybody, All right. I'm here with Kyle Bush. Hey. He very generously just reminded me to press the record button on my new recorder. That's right. That's right. He uh, apparently hasn't <laughs> tested this, folks, so yes. he may not even be hearing us. Yeah, maybe nobody will ever hear this. But, uh, Kyle... I just finished writing the 12 questions this morning. I You did because yeah. it's written out on paper, like not even typed or anything, and yeah. it is on the ed- entry list of the Daytona International Speedway Advanced Auto Parts Clash. Yes. So, so like, you can't even bring your own paper. No, I just... You had to steal I'm it from cheap. the media center. Yeah, I'm cheap. All right. Thank you, patrons, for getting Jeff's <laughs> luck to the track without paper. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, I have no idea. I mean, you're the guinea pig once again. You did this first last year, so you're the guinea pig for the 12 questions. If I'm, if it's going to be a disaster, we'll find out because I don't know. You're, All right, nobody else has done these. All right. Question number one: How often do you have dreams about racing? Um. Hmm. Good question. Um. Not that often, really. Um. I'm actually not a dreamer. I guess you know. When I was a kid, I I dreamt a lot. I remember a lot of dreams. You know, but. Um, since I've gotten older, I really don't dream a whole lot that much anymore. So, um, that's for one for two. I don't sleep all that well. Like I don't get into deep, deep sleeps very often. Really? You know, I don't know what that is. Um, funny story last year when I was at Bristol motor speedway after the truck race that night, I went to bed. It wasn't until like two in the morning that I went to bed, but Samantha and Brexton, they weren't there. So finally when I crashed out and I went to bed, like I was out, out, like that was the deepest sleep I remember since Brexton's been born. And I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh my God, where the hell am I? You know, you ever have any of those like in a hotel oh, yeah. room, like what city or what state am I in? I was like, where am I? And it took me a second and I was like, man, that's the best I've slept in a long time. So I don't, I don't get those very often. You're like, oh wow. Oh yeah. I won Bristol. I did. Yeah. I woke up and I was like, oh yeah, I think I won last night. <laughs> that's great. Okay. Number two, if you get into someone during a race, intentional or not, does it matter if you apologize? Um, I think if you get into them intentionally, I don't think it matters if you apologize. I think if you get into them accidentally and unintentionally, then I think it it should mean a little bit when you apologize, you know. Um, but how do they know? Well, you, you, you go up and tell them, like, man, look, I'm sorry. Like, I did not mean to do that. That was totally my bad. Like, did not mean to do that. But obviously, if you kind of get into somebody and then you don't ever go talk to them afterwards, then they're kind of like, oh, okay, well, I guess he kind of meant to. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. What is the biggest compliment someone could give you? The biggest compliment somebody could give me? Well, mm -hmm. that's like tooting your own horn, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um, biggest compliment somebody could give you. I've uh, I've had a lot of compliments over the years, and I've had a lot of uh, non-compliments over the years. So, um I guess, you know, people all the time want to compare you to other drivers. And I always kind of say, like, you can't compare somebody to somebody else that's not in the same era. You know, people want to say that, oh, you're like Dale Earnhardt or, oh, you're like Richard Petty or blah, 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 or whatever. And this 200 win thing, you know, and it's it's not the same. Like, it's just it's it's what I'm doing in my time right now. And it's not the same as what they were doing in their time back then. Yeah. OK, that makes sense. So NASCAR comes to you and they say they say, um, Hey, we're bringing a celebrity to the track. We're, we're wondering if you'll have time to say hi. Who is a celebrity you'd be, like, really stoked if they came to you and said that to me or the, to, to host? So last year, was it last year or the year before? Peyton. Two years ago at Bristol, they brought, uh, they brought Peyton Manning to the Bristol Motor Speedway um, with actually Nationwide brought him, but NASCAR kind of let some of us know and stuff like that, so they knew I was a huge Peyton fan. So I was like, yeah. That's cool. You know, I certainly would like to have my time to talk to him or meet him or whatever, shake his hand, that sort of stuff. And I also maybe took like three or four of my favorite items of Broncos gear to the side and gave them to those to those guys and even spelled out on a piece of paper and wrote sign here in silver and here's the silver that actually works and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I was that guy. I did that uh, with Peyton Manning. So that's – I've met him before, so who else would I would – I, be that kind of guy with I'm I don't know I guess uh, I've never met Brady yet so Brady would probably be one of those guys but um, that's that's kind of where I'm at I'm more in the sports world I guess than uh, than anywhere else you know no politics mm -hmm. or or um, movie stars not really you know okay 
So in an effort to show that it's a health conscious sport, NASCAR offers the number one pit stall selection for an upcoming race to the first driver willing to go vegan for an entire month. Would you do it? If it was for more than one week. It's just for one race. Pit no, stall. No, 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 okay. it's not. No, you know, I, I haven't won enough polls in my career that I, I think that that's mattered that I've ever won a race because I had the number one pit box. So um, I would no, I wouldn't I wouldn't swap. Not worth it. OK. No. OK, it's time for the random race challenge. New feature this year. I've picked uh, a race from your career, random race, and you have to guess where you finished. All right. Okay. Oh, fantastic. This ought to be good. This is so, pretty good. This is the. Uh, so you give me clues. No, I, I'm just going to ask you. Uh, I, I have some information from the race, but I don't really remember it either. I, I'm terrible at remembering, okay. remembering races. So. All right. Where did you finish in the 2016 July New Hampshire Cup race? So, like, spring New Hampshire, I guess. Spring you, you would call New it. Hampshire of 2016. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Last year was 2017. So, the year before that, July, spring... I'm going to go with uh, fourth. It was actually P8. Okay, is that the one where I had um, two speeding penalties? Uh, maybe. It could. Be. Okay, so you led 130. I, I, didn't, I didn't remember if it was that race or if it was last year's spring race that I had two speeding penalties. You led 133 laps. You started uh -huh. second. Yeah. And something must have happened. I don't know. Kenseth won. Okay. That's all I, that's all I know. I just well, looked at racing like reference. You were, you were closer to the front, I think. Yeah. Uh, well, leading 133 laps out of 300, that's that that means I was up front a lot of the day, and then I probably threw it away in the end. So, yeah, that sounds like the one where I sped twice on pit road. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So <laughs> you, you basically re did remember that race. Yeah. So yeah. You, you passed. I well, think. you didn't go far enough back, I don't think. Well, you know, I just wanted to see if you could even remember, like, two years ago. Uh, I, I don't know. What, 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 how far do you think I should go back when I'm asking drivers this year this question? Well, I don't like, know if I you make just, it super if, hard. If or? you just want to do one, or if you want to do two races, maybe you know you could kind of do like one maybe two years back, and then you could do another one maybe like eight or nine years back. Depends on who you're talking to. If you're talking to a Larson, how are you going to do this with with uh, William Byron? You know, <laughs> tell me about your eye racing. Uh, yeah, yeah, something like that. Tell yeah. me about where you finished at Hickory Motor Speedway back in 2011. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a good point. I mean, I may be in trouble there. You'll figure it out. Uh, yes. Who is the best rapper alive? The best rapper alive? Oh man, you can. This is like asking who the best president ever was. You know, you get in a lot of trouble with fans these days, and and whose opinion matters most, which none of them do. Um, my favorite of all time that I've always listened to has been Eminem. So mm -hmm. you know, I, I I enjoy listening to Eminem and kind of hearing what uh, what his take is. Obviously, he's kind of graphic sometimes and a little bit dirty or whatever, but. Um, you know, I I know a little bit about Tupac. He's obviously really good. I, you know who the guy to ask this question would be is Mark Martin. Yeah. Mark Martin would absolutely know for sure who the best rapper is. So uh, if you can get in front of Mark, he would, he'd be able to tell you that. Okay. Who has the most punchable face in NASCAR? Every single one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... NASCAR enlists three famous Americans to be involved in your team for one race as part of a big publicity thing they're doing. Say it again. NASCAR is going to bring three famous Americans okay. to a race, and they have to be involved with your team. Okay. Taylor Swift, LeBron James, and Tom Hanks. One will be your crew chief, one will be your spotter, and the other is going to be your motorhome driver. 
Who will you assign to each role between Taylor, LeBron, and Tom Hanks? Taylor Swift, LeBron James, and Tom Hanks. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom Hanks is used to being alone, so he could be the motorhome driver. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He'd probably find his own Wilson somehow. Um... LeBron seems to be pretty good at playmaking, play calling, things like that. So I'd say he'd probably be the best at a crew chief. Okay. And uh, I guess it wouldn't be so bad to listen to Taylor on the radio all day long being your spotter. But uh, I can always turn that one down or off <laughs> as well, too. So uh, I'd go in that order. Okay. Do you ever turn your spotter down? Um, there's, yeah. So I don't remember where it was um, or what year it was. Maybe it was Dickerson. And uh, I finally came over. He was just talking so much, and I don't remember what was wrong, but I finally, maybe I was going backwards, and we just sucked, and we were just fading, and he was always telling me about, you know, car inside, inside, or whatever, and I'm like, I got it. Just shut up. I don't need your help anymore, you know? So uh, I, I have told my spotters to shut up before. Uh, that's when I'm in a bad mood going backwards, so those, those things tend to happen. Okay. What is the key to finding the best bathroom pre-race before you get in the car uh two things you have a good pr guy he kind of scopes it out a little bit and then you have a really good bus driver and he'll scope it out for you too and if you have a really 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 good bus driver which i do mine's the best out there he'll actually go by the john and kind of stand there and then when you're on your way up like he won't let any he'll he'll watch where i'm coming and he won't let anybody else in so i'll, I'll have i'll have the one that i can get into and not have to stand outside of it and wow wait. that's great it's yeah it, i pointed out it's Yep, yep. Wow. You know, some of these racetracks that we do, we do need help at some of these racetracks, if anybody's listening, to get the Porta Johns on pit road. You know, like Indy, it's kind of tight there, but man, there is nowhere to go to the bathroom. You have to go back in the Pagoda. Oh. And you have to go to the second floor in order to go to the bathroom. You have like, to go to the second floor of the Pagoda right before the race? That's the only spot to go to the bathroom before the race at Indy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, like. Is there a line? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, typically you're waiting like three, four guys, and then the, the NASCAR officials, like, they're right there, too, because that's race control, so they want to go to the bathroom. It's like, <laughs> everybody wants, and there's only two two stalls, you know? So, um, racetracks, we need some help with uh, with some with some restrooms on pit lane, please. Wow. Uh, so, NASCAR decides that it misses the high right, highlight reel value from Carl Edwards' backflips and needs somebody new to do a backflip. They decide they're going to pay somebody a certain amount of money to backflip off their car after the next win. How much would they have to pay you to get you to backflip off your car? Oh. No, I'm not going to answer that one. You can't you can't do that one. I would say who would be the best to do the to do the Carl Edwards now, right? Who would be? Who would be? I don't know if there's I mean, I Noah I think would be. He can climb a fence. He can well, I think we can all climb a fence, but he can also throw up too. So <laughs> Um, I think Noah would be the one that could probably get it figured out. I just don't know how athletic he is. Um, he seems to kind of be that that wild side, wild enough that kind of wants to have something like that. So I would I would say Noah should be uh, voted in for for doing the backflip. But as far as them writing a check, I don't know. It, it would it would take a certain amount of money, and I could probably figure out how to learn to do a backflip. But I'm I'm not gonna say how much. Okay. Oh, so now we're at the question from the next guy, or the last driver, and uh, it was Landon Castle last year. He obviously didn't know it was oh, you. Oh, jeez. So his question was, what is your driving style? Do you use a lot of brake? Do you get to the gas earlier? Like, from what you've seen from throttle trace and stuff like that, what's your <laughs> style compared to others? Well, anybody can look at my style nowadays. 
I guess so with the new yeah thing, the right? new data information is going to be available to everybody they can pick and choose so I wish I had that when I was a rookie I certainly wouldn't have waited 13 years to win a championship so uh, that's a whole nother topic um, what's my style like I mean play, places you go you got to be different you know some places you go you got to drive into the corner hard use a use a lot of brake and then let it roll and then get back out of the corner some places you go you got to be rolling out nice and slow and easy and letting the thing kind of set and get into the corner nice and smooth and then hammer the gas on exit you know and other places you kind of got to roll into the throttle on exit so it just it all depends uh, on where you go but typically you know for however many years it's all the 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 saying has always been easy and hard off you know so you like kind of let her float in get in there easy get the tires all set and then you mash the gas and try to drive out of the corner really really hard and strong and and get a good run down the straightaways the straightaways are your friend especially when you have good horsepower under the hood that's the that's the time in which you can uh not lose or gain as much ground to uh the rest of your competitors interesting yeah you might use that for video games or something strategy. exactly yeah. yeah video games for sure easy in hard off on video games no question okay. you cannot drive it too far into the corner on a video game it just doesn't work okay so uh, I don't know exactly who the next interview is yet. Um, yeah. Do you have a question I can ask the next uh, next person? Um, I know I should have been thinking about this since I knew that I was going to talk to you, but I didn't. Um, I guess with um, with life on the road so much, hopefully it's somebody that's a full-time cup guy, yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. With life on the road so much, how do you balance your travel and your motor home and where you eat and whether you go out to eat or whether you cook in, like how do you balance what, what you feel like you want to do on a given weekend? Is it because you go to a cool town like Las Vegas that you're going to eat out every night or is it BFE nowhere somewhere like Pocono or Loudoun, whatever, and you're going to stay in and, and just kind of cook out, you know, what, how do you balance all that? Hmm. It's a good question. Well, thank you for not only doing the 12 questions, but also reminding me to press record on this so that people could hopefully hear it. Oh, absolutely. I'm here for you, man. I'm a sound guy in my next life, so uh, call me if you need help. All right, thanks. All right, everybody. So there you have it. That was a really fun interview. I really enjoyed sitting down with Kyle Bush and doing that interview. He seemed to really be playing along with the questions, so that was a lot of fun. Thankful he was willing to go first uh, this season again. And his PR guy, Bill Janitz, scheduled him for that. So thanks to both of them. Uh, Kyle said afterwards he'd rather not go first in the future so he can study up on the questions, see what other guys are saying. But thanks to them for being the guinea pigs. So a couple uh, housekeeping notes here. Um, The 12 questions this year are going to be posted on Tuesdays now. I've been doing them on Wednesdays. But I want to space things out during the week a little bit more. So check out the 12 questions every Tuesday this season. And then Thursdays, there's going to be a new feature replacing the social spotlight. And it's going to be called How I Got Here. I'm going to be interviewing uh, various people in NASCAR, whether it's drivers, executives, media members, officials, pit crew people, um, anybody like that who has an interesting story. And I want to know how they made it, how they got to where they are in NASCAR. Um, Tell us their backstory. So um, the first one that we're going to do is Steve O'Donnell. So uh, look for that Thursday, um, the NASCAR executive vice president. Hopefully that will be something that you guys enjoy this season. I know I've had a lot of thank yous this episode, but I do have a few more. And these are for patrons who pledge $10 or more 
per month on my Patreon site and help me get to the racetracks and do these interviews. And uh, one of the rewards is to get podcast shout outs. So uh, this week, I want to thank Ray Marcano, Brian Hendrickson, Robert Steens, Brady Groves, and Joseph Smith. Thank you to you guys. Uh, you pledged in the off season. Um, these are from December, and I'm catching up now. So uh, thanks for keeping me going in the off season. I was nervous that people would uh, delete their pledges or reduce them, and uh, people kept going strong for the most part. So thank you so much for uh, letting me get to races like the Chili Bowl and the Supercross race in Anaheim and Las Vegas testing and the media tour and things like that in the off season. Don't forget to check back Thursday for the Steve O'Donnell interview and see what you think of the new feature, How I Got Here. Until then, thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next time on the Untitled Jeff Gluck Podcast.